Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What is going on, you guys? It is your man, Morgan Man. Thank you so much for tuning back in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. You can find me here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Guys, I sure hope you are having an amazing Friday morning on this special episode of Falcons Friday, where I am discussing the 2020 Falcons draft class and also discussing some recent headlines about Tech McKinley. So without any further delay, let's go and get straight into today's action. All right, guys, so to start off here at the top of the show right here, we are talking about the 2020 Falcons draft class. So coming in at round number one, pick 16, you have cornerback from Clemson University, A.J. Terrell. Now, A.J. Terrell is one of those guys that a lot of people frowned upon during this, you know, draft. And they were really kind of upset with his performance at the LSU game in the national championship game. And honestly, I mean, you can't judge the dude off of that one game and anyways he's 29 and one as a starter from Clemson so that's pretty dang good and honestly he went up against the best team back two years ago and that was against the Alabama Crimson Tide and totally just dominated that game and also as a matter of fact for this past year right here AJ Terrell intercepted Joe Burrow during the national title game. So, I mean, really, you're just going to judge them off of after that, what, that one pick six right there. You're going to judge them based off off the rest of the game. Pump the brakes on that right now because AJ Terrell is one of these special corners that is still learning, even though he was really undefeated minus that one loss. A.J. Terrell is still learning. He's getting better by the second, and I believe he's going to be a phenomenal corner for the Atlanta Falcons this year and many more years to come. Next up in round two, pick 47, we have defensive tackle from Auburn University, Marlon Davison, and boy, let me tell you, he is one of my favorite, if not the favorite pick out of the entire Falcons draft. This kid is a grown man playing at college level, pretty much. And during his NFL Combine press interview, he was saying he's ready to go out there and physically abuse a man and not the cops show up. That right there just shows how much he loves the game of football 
and he is going to be a great fit right beside Grady Jarrett getting tackles and sacks on Drew Brees and uh, Tom Brady and all of them here in the NFC South. Next up, we have round three, pick 78, Matt Hennessy Center from Temple University. This is a great fit because he can play that left guard position as well, and that is where he's going to be at for this season while learning under center Alex Mack because Alex Mack is coming up in the contract year, and I do believe that the Falcons, especially considering his age, might move on from him, and Matt Hennessy is definitely going to have a great transition learning from Alex. Linebacker. Makiel Walker, Forenzo State, round four, pick 119, is coming to the Atlanta Falcons, and this is going to be another great addition to the defense in that secondary whenever you have Deion Jones as well. And Mikhail Walker, I'm really kind of missing his name here, which I really shouldn't be, but yes, Mikhail Walker, from what I've seen from the highlights, I don't watch much of the Forenzo State University games, not unless just, you know, it just randomly appears on TV one day during, you know, the college season. But Mikhail Walker, from what I've seen from the highlight video, he is a great addition to any kind of defense, but we are so glad that he, cho- well, that we chose him and he's coming to the Atlanta Falcons, especially that one clip in this highlight video where like the quarterback and the running back were were fixing handoff to one another and he just got right up through the offensive line and just destroyed the play pretty much with a loss of like five yards that right there just shows that if Tampa Bay or the New Orleans Saints or even the Carolina Panthers at that if their offensive line messes up this season he's going to run right through them and just tackle either the quarterback or the running back pretty much for a loss of five now we have a safety coming to the Atlanta Falcons and Jalen Hawkins from Cal University in round four pick 134 Uh, didn't really watch much of his tape but from what I'm guessing from the vibe of the Atlanta Falcons community Jalen Hawkins is definitely a great safety at his position or at his position, and he is going to bring a lot of interceptions and tackles for really no gain, pretty much. And then for our very last pick in round seven, pick 228, we are choosing a punter from Syracuse University, and that punter is Sterling Hedgefer, if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry if I am butchering your name. But yes, we are choosing a punter. So definitely, this was kind of a questionable move right here from the Atlanta Falcons, especially knowing that, you know, we got uh, Ryan Allen, if I am not mistaken, and um, Matt Bosher. And so, but then there again, Matt Bosher is up in that age and he has been injury prone. So definitely, I can see where the Falcons were going with this. Overall, I give the Atlanta Falcons a B-plus in this year's 2020 NFL Draft. They definitely filled the needs at defensive tackle, linebacker, and safety, and cornerback. Now, yes, we didn't get an edge rusher, but still, free agency is available for us to get like a Jadavian Clowney 
or just anybody that can be effective in the edge rusher position. So now I do want to change gears, especially at the edge position a little bit, but it'll be on the right side, or well, really the left side if you're on offense. But anyways, Tack McKinley. Yes, that's right, guys. Tack McKinley is our next topic right here, and I'm going to go into a little bit of detail of why I think this position or why this decision was made. So, Tack McKinley only recorded like three and a half sacks this past season, and while Vic Beasley did grow, you know, into a more dominant pass rusher, or well, as edge rusher, excuse me, you know, during the last half of the 2019 season, Tack McKinley was still not producing the sacks on the quarterback, and still only three and a half. So this season, for the 2020 NFL season, the Atlanta Falcons, for the first time in franchise history, if I'm not mistaken, are not picking up the fifth-year option on their first rounder. So you're sitting here thinking, wow, okay, uh, that's really strange of the Falcons, but we do like it, and I do like it personally. And how the news did get broke, pretty much, was Tack McKinley himself where he tweeted fifth year decline and it had like the praying hands emoji. And then people were like, Oh wow. Uh, well, no wonder because you only produced three and a half. And then the Atlanta Falcons came out and said, yes, we're declining his fifth year option. He will be an unrestricted free agent after the 2020 season. Now the Falcoholic, if I'm not mistaken, or it might be the Falcons kingdom on Twitter they did put something saying, uh, like, maybe this is motivation for Tech to, you know, really produce sacks and stay in Atlanta and get his big-time contract, and he even liked it. So maybe this is just where the Falcons said, hey, we're going to decline your fifth year. You go out there and ball really hard, and we'll give you your extension. And maybe that's where Tech McKinley's going with. But now I tweeted yesterday, uh, the time of this podcast right here, saying that I did like the move. This is first steps to a potential front office change, essentially. And Arthur Blank is wanting a championship in Atlanta, pretty much. So I do like this right here. It is a great move. So we'll have to wait and see. But Tack McKinley is going to be an unrestricted free agent come the 2021 NFL season if he does not produce pretty much the sacks that the Atlanta Falcons are looking for. And if he doesn't, he's out of here. Another team will sign him and still. But this is a great move from the Atlanta Falcons. I do like it. And I feel like with this move right here, going back towards like, the front office change. I feel like we're going like a New England style right here where we're more aggressive towards the players a little bit saying, look, you're no longer going to be with us if you don't produce this X amount of numbers of sacks or quarterback hits or just whatever. So I like the move. I hope you guys do as well. But guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode of Falcons Friday here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Till then, I, come Morgan, we'll catch you all later. Peace. <laughs>